0: Greetings and welcome to Thoughts from Harry Head, the weekly podcast where I talk about, well, whatever happens to be bouncing around inside my head at the moment, but mostly focusing on constitutional issues and political decentralization. This is episode 77 of Thoughts from Meharry Head, and I appreciate you tuning in. This week, I'm going to talk about Rick Perry's 180. So here we are, as I record this at least, on the eve of Donald Trump's inauguration. Yes, by the time you listen to this podcast, it will be President Donald Trump. Aren't you excited? Yeah, me neither. So I'm not really going to talk about that today because, well, I quite frankly don't care. And I have been focused on actually much more important things. Well, at least I think they're much more important Uh, Actually, this is what we at the Tenth Amendment Center call nullification season, and that means I am eyeball deep in bill reports. Uh, When I say nullification season, what I mean is uh, basically it's just a fancy way of saying that it's state legislature season, and as the state legislatures across the country are getting underway, we're seeing literally hundreds of bills being introduced that are designed to somehow limit or undermine or block federal power. And that's what we're all about at the 10th Amendment Center. So extremely busy time of year for us. We are tracking, like I said, at this point, um, I think we're probably over 250 bills right now. I will link to the 10th Amendment Center blog on the show notes page so you can actually look and see all of the different pieces of legislation that are being introduced across the country. Because really, it's very, very exciting to see this much activity this early in the sessions. Um, We have bills dealing with everything from uh, EPA rules to Obamacare to gun control uh, to surveillance. Lots and lots of different bills. So check that out when you get a chance because that is what I'm going to be focused on Uh, almost 100% now for the next three months. It's the busiest time of year at the Tenth Amendment Center and a lot of work, but very, very exciting. And if you are wondering what in the world this dude is talking about uh, nullification, what does he mean by that? Well, basically, I'm just talking about any action or a set of actions that are taken at the state level to uh, block federal authority, unconstitutional federal authority, generally speaking. And... um, if you are interested in learning more about nullification, if, if this is a subject that you're not um, really up on, you can head over to my website, michaelmehari.com, and download a free ebook titled The Power of No. And it will give you a short, concise overview of state nullification. Uh, I explain the constitutional roots and the history of the concept, and then talk about the practical application, and it's a pretty short book. You can download it for free over at my website. I will provide the link in my show notes page, and I definitely encourage you to head over there and download uh, that booklet if you don't know about nullification, or if you want to learn more about nullification, or if you've heard of nullification and think, well, that won't work. uh, I explain exactly why it does work and how it works. Today, I want to talk a little bit about Governor Rick Perry, I guess former governor now. Uh, He was the governor of Texas, and he cut his teeth in Texas as being the state's rights governor. I mean, he was all about state's rights. He always talked about the Constitution and and, uh, the limits of federal authority. And uh, conservatives loved him because he was, you know, he was willing to challenge the Obama administration and and assert the power of the states. And now, today, we find out that it was all a bunch of bullshit. Michael Bolden, who is the executive director and founder of the Tenth Amendment Center and also my very good friend, actually wrote an article about Rick Perry. And the title is Politicians Are Scam Artists. Rick Perry edition. And it's true. He's a scam artist. He's a politician. And all of that talk about states' rights and limits of federal power, all of that has gone right out the window. And you know why? Because now he's got a seat at the big boy table. Yes, Rick Perry has been tapped by our newly enshrined president as uh, the head of the Department of Energy Assuming that the Congress approves or the Senate approves his confirmation, so why is this so ironic? Well, in 2012, during the uh, presidential primary campaign, Rick Perry was asked which government departments or which departments of the federal government would he want to eliminate, and If you remember it, it was kind of comical because he couldn't think of anything. But he did think of one, the Department of Energy. He said the Department of Energy should be abolished. Well, now that he has the opportunity to head up that fine federal agency, he's doing a great big 180. All of a sudden, the Department of Energy is vital and important and a wonderful entity that should never be abolished. Here's what he said. My past statements made over five years ago about abolishing the Department of Energy do not reflect my current thinking. In fact, after being briefed on so many of the vital functions of the Department of Energy, I regret recommending its elimination. I bet you do, because if it was eliminated, you wouldn't have a job. He, he continued on. He said, if confirmed, I will enter this role excited and passionate about advocating and advancing the core missions of the DOE, drawing greater attention to the vital role played by the agency and the hardworking men and women who dedicate themselves in pursuit of these missions. Oh my gosh, what a bunch of garbage. So this was the guy that you know I've I've been told I was supposed to look up to because he cares about the constitution. He understands the constitution. He understands the limits of the federal government. He's going to make the federal government smaller. No, he's not. No, now that he has an opportunity to uh, you know, run a federal agency, oh, he's all about it now. Uh, we were going to abolish it, but oh, now that I'm in charge of it, it's vital, and it's important, and, and uh, you know it, it must be preserved. I tell you what, if I was a writer for one of these late-night comedy shows, I could not come up with a better script. You know, they like to point out the hypocrisy and, and the ridiculousness of these people. No way. I could not write a better script. You cannot make this stuff up. But it's just like Michael Bolden said, these people are scam artists. Oh, yeah, while well, we're in the state government, we're going to be all for states' rights. And, ooh, we're, we're for the 10th Amendment. And, oh, the federal government has to be limited to its specific delegated authority. But, oh, boy, when I have the opportunity to run a federal agency, uh, you know, to park myself in the swamp that is Washington, D.C., all that goes out the window. Because it was all a bunch of crap. They don't really care. There are no actual principles Yeah, yeah, I know. Democrats are bad, too. Of course the Democrats are bad. But, you know, I give them credit because at least they're honest about where they stand. At least they're honest about not caring about the Constitution. At least they'll tell you flat out, we're going to ignore the Constitution. These Republicans, they pretend like they're all, ooh, I'm all constitutional. But they're not. They're scam artists, and we need to stop listening to them. Well, that's it for this episode of Thoughts from Meharry Head. We're another 10 minutes closer to freedom. I really appreciate you listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, do me a favor and spread the word. Feel free to send me any thoughts or ideas at michael.meharry at 10thamendmentcenter.com. And make sure you head over to iTunes and subscribe to the podcast for free. And don't forget, download the free ebook over at michaelmeharry.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll talk to you next week.